the conductor of the story train. I'm the one that wears a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. All aboard the story train! Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. One whistle. We're on our way. I wonder where Story Train will lead us this time. We're entering the Rainbow Tunnel. Hold on, everyone. It's off to far, far away. This is so exciting. Just on the other side of the short rainbow tunnel lies our destination. That was quick. We're already at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. It's a tiny little worn down house and it is quite dirty. I wonder who lives here. Let's find out. Today's story is about Jimmy and Jill, who go on quite an adventure learning to appreciate what they have. It's called The Magic Fish. There was once a fisherman named Jimmy Bundersplat, who lived with his wife, Jill Bundersplat, in a veritable pigsty, close to the seaside. Jimmy used to go out all day long fishing, and one day, as he sat on the shore with his rod, looking at the sparkling waves and watching his line, all of a sudden, his float was dragged away deep into the water, and in drawing it up, he pulled out a great fish. But the fish said, Pray, let me live! I am not a real fish. I am an enchanted prince. Put me in the water again and let me go. Ho, ho, said Jimmy. You don't need to say anything else about the matter. I will have nothing to do with a fish that can talk, so swim away, sir, as soon as you please. Then Jimmy put him back into the water, and the fish darted straight down to the bottom. When Jimmy went home to his wife, Jill, he told her how he had caught a great fish and how it had told him it was an enchanted prince, and how, on hearing it speak, he had let it go again. Did you not ask it for anything, said Jill. We live very wretchedly here, Jimmy. I don't like living in this nasty, dirty pigsty. Do go back and tell the fish we want a snug little cottage. Jimmy the fisherman, did not much want to go ask the fish for help. However, he went dutifully to the seashore like Jill had asked. The water looked all yellow and green. Jimmy stood at the water's edge and called out, O oh, man of the sea, hearken to me! 
My wife Jill will have her own will, and has sent me to beg a favor of thee. Then the fish came swimming to him, and said, Well, what is her will? What does your wife Jill want? Ah, said Jimmy, uh, she says that when I had caught you, I ought to have asked you for something before I let you go. You see, she does not like living any longer in the pigsty and wants a snug little cottage. Hmm. Okay. Go home then, said the fish. She is in the cottage already. So Jimmy went home and saw his wife standing at the door of a nice trim little cottage. Come in, come in, said Jill. Is this not much better than the filthy pigsty we had? In the cottage there was a living room, and a big bright bedroom, and a kitchen with fresh yellow walls. And behind the cottage there was a little garden, planted with all sorts of flowers and fruits. Ah, oh, said Jimmy, how happily we shall live now. We will try to do so at least, said Jim. Everything went right for a week or two. And then Jill said, Jimmy, there is not nearly enough room for us in this cottage. The garden is a great deal too small. Really, I should like to have a large stone castle to live in. Go to the fish again and tell him to give us a castle. Jill, said the fisherman Jimmy, I don't like to go to him again, for perhaps he will be angry. We ought to be happy with this pretty cottage to live in. Look how fortunate we are. Nonsense, said Jill. The fish will help you very willingly. I know it. Go along and try. So Jimmy went, but his heart was very heavy. And when he came to the sea, it looked blue and gloomy, though it was very calm. And he went close to the edge of the waves and called out, O oh, man of the sea, hearken to me. My wife Jill will have her own will and has sent me to beg a favor of thee. <sighs> well, what does she want now? said the fish. Ah, said Jimmy dolefully. My wife Jill now wants to live in a stone castle. Oh, all right then. Go on home, said the fish. She is standing at the gate of it already. So away went Jimmy, and found Jill standing before the gate of a great castle. See, said she, is this not grand? With that they went into the castle together, and found the rooms all richly furnished, and full of golden chairs and tables and behind the castle was a garden, and around it was a park half a mile long, full of sheep and goats and hares and deer, and in the courtyard were stables and cowhouses. Well, said Jimmy, now we will certainly live cheerfully in this beautiful castle for the rest of our lives. Perhaps we may, said Jill, but let us sleep upon it before we make up our minds to that. So they went to bed. 
The next morning, when Jill awoke, it was broad daylight, and she jogged Jimmy with her elbow and said, "Get up, husband, for we must be king and queen of all the land." "Wife, wife," said Jimmy, "why should we wish to be the king and queen? I will not be king." "Then I will," said Jill. "But Jill," said Jimmy. Surely the fish cannot make you a king, Jimmy," said Jill. "Say no more about it. Just go and try. I will be king." So Jimmy went dutifully to ask the fish for yet another favor. This time, the sea looked a dark gray color and was overspread with curling waves and the ridges of foam. As Jimmy called out to the fish. Oh, man of the sea, hearken to me! My wife Jill will have her own will, and has sent me to beg a favor of thee. Well, good grief! What would she have now? Said the fish. Alas! Said Jimmy. My wife wants to be king now. Ugh! Go home! Said the fish. She is king already. So Jimmy went home, and as he came close to the palace, he saw a troop of soldiers and heard the sound of drums and trumpets. And when he went in, he saw his wife Jill sitting on a throne of gold and diamonds, with a golden crown upon her head, and on each side of her stood six ladies in waiting, each a head taller than the other. Well, Jill said, "Jimmy, are you king?" "Yes," she said. "I am king." And when he had looked at her for a long time, he said, "Ah, wife, what a fine thing it is for you to be king! Now we shall never have anything more to wish for as long as we live." "I don't know how that may be," said Jill. "Never is a very long time." I am king. It is true, but I begin to be tired of that, and I think I should like to be emperor. Alas, wife! Why should you wish to be emperor? Exclaimed Jimmy. Husband said, "Jill, go to the fish. I say I will be emperor." Ah,、oh, Jill replied, "Jimmy, the fish cannot make you an emperor. I am sure, and I should not like to ask him for such a thing." I am king," said Jill, "and so you must do my bidding. Go at once." So Jimmy was forced to go, and he muttered as he went along, "Oh, this will come to no good. It is too much to ask." The fish will be tired at last, and then Jill and I shall be very sorry for what we have done. This time, when Jimmy came to the shore, the wind was raging, and the sea was tossed up and down in boiling waves, and the ships were in trouble and rolled fearfully upon the tops of the billows. In the middle of the heavens, there was a little piece of blue sky. But toward the south was all red, as if a dreadful storm was rising. At this sight, Jimmy was dreadfully frightened, and he trembled so that his knees knocked together. But still, 
he went down near to the shore and cried out, O man of the sea, hearken to me. My wife Jill will have her own will and has sent me to beg a favor of thee. What does she want now? said the fish. Ah, oh, said Jimmy, my wife wants to be emperor. Go home, said the fish. She is emperor already. Then the fisherman went home and found Jill sitting on a throne that was two miles high. And she had three great crowns on her head and was surrounded by pomp and power. And on each side of Jill were two rows of burning lights of all sizes, the greatest as large as the highest and biggest tower in all the world, and the least no larger than a small rushlight. Wife, said Jimmy as he looked at all this greatness, are you emperor? Yes, said Jill, I am the emperor. Well, wife, replied Jimmy, it is a grand thing to be emperor, and now you must be easy, for you can be nothing greater. I will think about that, said Jill. Then they went to bed. But Jill could not sleep at all that night. She tossed and turned, thinking about what she should be next. At last, as she was dropping asleep, morning broke and the sun rose. Ha! thought Jill as she woke up and looked at the sun through the window. I still cannot prevent the sun from rising. At this thought, Jill was very angry and wakened her husband, Jimmy, and said, Husband, go to the fish and tell him I must be lord of the sun and the moon. Jimmy was half asleep, but the thought frightened him so much that he started and fell out of bed. Alas, Jill, he said, can't you be happy being emperor? No, said Jill, I am very uneasy as long as the sun and moon rise without my permission. Go to the fish at once. So Jimmy went shivering with fear to do as Jill asked. And as he was going down to the shore, a dreadful storm arose, so that the trees and the very rocks shook and all the heavens became black with stormy clouds, and the lightning crackled, and the thunder rumbled, and you might have seen in the sea great black waves swelling up like mountains with crowns of white foam upon their heads. And Jimmy crept toward the sea and cried out very fearfully as well as he could, Oh, man of the sea, hearken to me. My wife Jill will have her own will and has sent me to beg a favor of thee. What does she want now? said the fish. Ah, uh, said Jimmy, I'm so sorry. My wife Jill wants to be lord of the sun and the moon now. The fish met Jimmy's eyes. Oh, does she now? Well, then you can just go home, said the fish, to your pigsty again. And that's where Jimmy and Jill Vondersplat live to this very day. It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. 
here comes the rainbow tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. If you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen, and you'll find lots of great adventures. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.